0: what's up true believers and welcome to episode 21 of marvel monday's initiative here on the penultimate conquest today's topic is our discussion of the avengers yes we're here as part assemble of our In- and rewind series that's right christian we will assemble we have assembled right here but before we get into that discussion we got a little housekeeping to throw your way If you're watching this on YouTube, please consider subscribing to our channel here at The Penultimate Conquest, and don't forget to hit that bell to stay notified whenever we drop new videos. Also, please consider subscribing to us on Twitch at The Penultimate Conquest, because every month, Jeffrey Bezos, when he's not flying into space and, you know, using late stage capitalism to, you know, oppress workers, um, he gives you a free sub every month. So consider subscribing, using that money to go to us. We're small. We could use it, really. Please and thank you. And so please subscribe so you get notifications for all of our lovely shows, such as the penultimate game show, the cross-media show, Anime Nation, and you know, this one, MCU in review. Um, If you can't give us to us, that's totally fine. Just come watch us. Just come hang out with us. Be in the chat. Let us know how you're doing. How was your day? Are you enjoying the Olympics? Is your country doing well? I hope so. For those of you who don't know me, my name is Eric In, your friendly neighborhood host for the evening. And Alongside me today, I have assembled a great team with me. First up, our Nick Fury himself, Mr. Ruben Guerrero. Ruben, how are you, my friend?
1: I'm good. How about you? I'm great. I also want to say... Ruben. You said MCU in review. This is Marvel Mondays initiative.
0: Did I say that? He I'm did. so excited. I'm so sorry. It's okay.
2: Marvel Mondays I thought, initiative. I thought MCU review was part of the Marvel Mondays
0: initiative. You <coughs> no, know, like but the
2: he... single umbrella. Right, right,
0: right, right. You're right. We got a lot of phases here on this show. Oh, and yeah. we running out. Some would say he's the Hawkeye of movies. Others could say he's the Thor of cinema. (laughs) Who knows? I just thought of this five seconds ago. Either way, he's blonde, like most of the Avengers. So, welcome to the show, Christian. Christian, how are you? First
2: of all, if I'm anyone, I'm Ant-Man. And I guess if I am blonde, I want to choose Yelena. I'm Yelena. Hi, I'm Florence Pugh now.
0: Hi, Florence
1: Pugh. How are you doing?
2: Oh, doing well. I'm so cool.
0: I'm Florence Pugh.
2: (laughs) Eric, please k- grab Is the she mic. English? Yeah, she's,
0: she's English. English, yes. I did not know that. They're really hyper right now. I'm very excited to talk about this movie. because Also, we're at the end of phase one. so like The rest going forward, other than like a few stumbles, it's going to be banger after banger after banger. Um, and then we get the Guardians too, so who knows. Uh, anyway, a little stream and podcast update for you guys. So yesterday... We had a 12-hour stream to celebrate the one-year anniversary here on Penultimate Conquest. Yay! We did it. Also, I forgot to mention, uh, Christian is the three-stroke king. Was that what it was?
2: Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah, three-stroke
0: king, baby. Three-stroke king Don't you forget it. Christian won a Mario Golf yesterday, so it's very exciting. Ruben lost. That's the the important thing, boys and girls, Mm -hmm. to remember that. Uh, Ruben lost. I don't Uh, think that
1: title refers to golf.
0: uh, I'll I'll look it up. Anyway, for those who came, watched, was in the chat, talked to us. Thank you so much for showing up. Thank you for supporting us this past year. Um, And if you do not get to watch any of the show, uh, the whole 12 hours, if you have nothing to do one day and you just want to (laughs) see a bunch of weirdos just randomly talk about things, whatnot, like is a Pop-Tart a sandwich? It's not. Or is a ravioli a sandwich? I got, ugh. I thought about that today. I, I was thinking today, like, oh my god, ravioli a sandwich. There's no way. Either way. I digress. It's all going to be on YouTube, our YouTube channel soon, so you can check it out. Uh, Tessa is going to be continuing her stream of Resident Evil Village tonight at around 8 p.m. Central Time, 9 p.m. Eastern Time. So, there's that. It's 6 p.m. Pacific Time, for those who don't know. And... Uh, this week, Ruben will be getting back into the cockpit as he does some more flight simulator. Is he right. going to fly from Florida to Cuba? Is that right? So I'm thinking that of, was what I did yesterday.
1: Yeah, I'm thinking of doing that, or I, I might fly to my, um, you know, where, I'm, where I'm from, you know, the Dominican Republic. We'll see. A long flight? You're from the Dominican Republic?
0: Yeah. I did not know that. Oh, the more you know. The more I know? Is this why you liked In the Heights?
1: Well, no. Well, yes and no. I liked In the Heights because In the Heights re- reflected on my community very... In, oh, that's right. In my eyes, perfectly, but like also not perfectly. But that's a whole other conversation. Were you born
0: in the Dominican Republic? No. I'm born okay. here. Okay. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. How do you know? Learn something new every day. Yeah. So... With the pleasantries out the way, let's get into some Marvel news for the week. And let's get off with the big one. Let's get off. I can't even think let's, today.
2: Let's get off. <laughs> I'm the three-stroke king.
0: <laughs> the biggest news of this past week. Uh, Scarlett Johansson is suing Disney. Big deal. Uh, apparently very, very not cool with the dual release of Black Widow in theaters and Disney+. Uh, because their contract entitled her to you know a percentage of the profits, and of course, since there was less people to go to the box office, less money, so she missed out on some stuff. Um, let's just let's just go around the table. How do you think about this, Ruben? What, what do you what do you think about this this whole ordeal?
1: Man, after watching this movie today, like they fucked Scarlett Johansson so hard, and it's just like not even cool. Just give her the money, you know? And, like, I feel bad for Ke- uh, for Feige because, like, he's just... He wants to do the right thing, but, like, Disney's like, no. We don't owe her anything, you know? It's just... I'm ashamed. You know? You're ashamed? I'm ashamed of Disney.
2: Christian, what about you? This is funny because when the news first broke initially, I was like... I don't care, you know, a rich celebrity uh, trying to sue Disney because she wants more money, like, this this happens uh, from time to time, like, I'm not gonna follow this, but when Disney clapped back, and they were like, oh, she's, co- whoa, 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 whoa there, there he is. little freeze. What, when, when Disney was like, yeah, she's just not concerned about the pandemic at all, and then the lawyer was like, what are you talking about? Like, you're in breach of contract here, like, you're just, like, trying to, like, defame and like slander, I forget what the actual word is, uh, in legal terms. Attack Scarlett Johansson's character and claiming that she just didn't care about the pandemic was like totally uncalled for in my opinion. And it's like, all right, let's 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 take down Disney. And the fact that she is like inspiring other celebrities to uh, to do like uh, I think it was Emma Stone. Emma Stone yeah for Cruella, inspiring her to kind of look at her options for legal action. I think it's very inspiring and like very cool thing to finally attack the conglomerate that is disney like so i'm I'm all for it
0: yeah i um ruben is everything all right i think i'm a little delayed you are a little delayed camera wise
1: turn off your camera and try turning it back okay
0: all right um i think okay that's better okay go ahead um so here's my stance on this um i think that you know if she had a contract to you know get portion of the profits from box office receipts disney should you know respect that contract and you know the the reports coming out that scarlett johansson's team tried to get in touch with disney throughout the whole time I'm like hey we know things are about to happen can we renegotiate this contract please and apparently disney just never got back to him really so it's it's tough because if they're doing this with the big time celebrities like this they're definitely doing it with you know other workers probably right i believe um yeah. And then, you know, like this whole millennial, not millennial, this millionaire versus billionaire stuff I saw, like, this just boils down to, like, this worker was not had a contract. She was not paid for her, the thing that she did. And that's shitty. I This never, I don't think this would have happened if this was like RDJ, Chris Evans, Chris Hemsworth, they would have got paid yeah. easily. I, I think, like, it's its terrible, like, I'm glad that so many, you know, um, I've so many websites, journalists, actors, and stuff are talking, writing letters to Disney. Like, hey, it's fucked up what you're doing. And I, it absolutely is fucked up. Like, I, I know I love Disney. Like, it's pretty clear I love Disney. But yeah, when they do something shitty like this, yes, please bring them down. Like, make them pay a pretty penny for this. Because, you know, Scarlett Johansson did a lot of work. It's it's not her fault all this stuff happened. But, like, she did the work. And if you had a contract to do this, she, she is owed that. So pay her. Um... And, like, Emma Stone, if she wants to do that, too, yeah, absolutely, go for it. I saw that um, today, I think it was, The Rock is not looking to do any sort of legal action against Disney um, for Jungle Cruise. Right. Well, I'm worried this is... Oh, I'm sorry.
1: No, I I think it's getting a little muddy with Emma Stone because, like, Emma Stone's contract could be, like, completely different from what... You know, um, Scarlett Johansson's contract is because that we don't expect like a whole series to come out of uh, mm-hmm. what was it? What was it? A Cruella, but mm-hmm. like, yeah, it's just Scarlett Johansson's movie t- contract is just like way different from Emma Stone's. Which, you are know, you,
2: are we sure though? I mean, actors normally. We get a percentage of profits for most major blockbusters, right, Especially right, right. Disney movies,
1: right? But I, I don't think it's like to the extent of what Scarlet's owed. You know, like I think Scarlet has worked her way through multiple contracts th- throughout her stint in the Marvel stuff. Give me one second. Hold on, my door's open. I'll be right back. Um, the, to R-
2: hmm, To Ruben's credit. Uh, I'm not sure what the percentages are or how much money Cruella would have made so I can't speak to anything like numbers wise what the difference would have been mm-hmm. but I know that Scar- Scarlett Johansson what like uh, projected to le- was projected to lose like upwards of 50 million dollars just for Disney breaching this contract and like Scarlett Johansson aside whatever you want to say about her her person right like at the end of the day Disney breached a contract and they took advantage of the pandemic to go out of their way, right, um, and make money in their own pocket and screw over Scarlett Johansson and then go go back and try to attack her for trying to defend herself.
0: Yeah, that, uh, that's, that's not awful. Okay. Yeah, it's just like, oh, yeah, she didn't care about the pendant. That's awful. Like, that's – it's terrible. Like I said, go back to the Rock thing uh, where I don't know how this is going to be viewed as people going to like, oh, look, the Rock was okay with it. Why are – Scarlett Johansson and Emma Stone, not cool with this. And it's just like, I'm, I'm worried, like, this just pays, like, like, you're right, whatever you think about Scarlett Johansson, I know a lot of people don't like her for some reason. I mean, it's just, I, she, she did the work, like, pay mm-hmm. her. Like, that. that's what she did. She had this movie that should have come out years ago, and like, she put in the work for it, all these people in the movie put in a lot of work, and they deserve, um, they deserve to get paid for this. I wish The Rock would have, could have been an ally. Like, he yeah. could have been an ally
2: in this situation, choosing not to. It's a yeah. little fucked
0: up. And so, I, I just... I, and apparently, Feige's pissed. Oh, yeah. Feige is absolutely pissed at Disney for this. Um, so, like, I guess
1: they didn't really even talk to him.
0: Yeah, like, and a lot of insiders are blaming the current CEO, Bob Chappick, for all this whole ordeal. Um, I never, I don't like him, really. I don't know. His vibe. I don't like his vibe at all. My like Bob, Bob Bob Iger was like, yeah. I don't know I know these are CEOs we're talking about here. But like Bob Iger gave off like this, okay. He's kinda of caring. Okay, I'll listen to what he says and Bob Chappick just seems like just plain old ah, I'm the CEO. Ha 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 He looks so, like a
1: supervillain.
0: Right? There's, and
2: it's, yeah. There's an article from the rap called how the uh, Bob Iger dash Bob Chapic rift led to the Scarjo blunder. I'm gonna read that after.
0: Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm seeing. I'm looking at that too. Um, yeah, because Bob Chappell used to be with theme parks. Um, he used to be in charge of all the theme parks, and that's just like that's a whole different, yeah, like beast of the Disney yeah. property. Like dealing with theme parks and actually dealing with you know the entertainment side of it. So um, also, I wish you know Robert Downey Jr., Chris Evans, Chris Hemsworth would come to Scarlett Johansson's. Um, here, like that, that'd be neat, that'd be cool. Shouldn't Chris have Evans to do all this anybody, yeah. She shouldn't have to do all this herself. Uh, it, it's it's pretty bad, like I said. I hope I know with multiverse, there's a chance that you know Scarlett Johansson will come back, but I don't see her coming back, not after, after this. this. <laughs> yeah. not after this. Like, it's 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 awful. Um, I hope Scarlett, I hope you get paid. I know you're watching this at home. <laughs> uh, I hope you get paid. I hope you get as you know a worker, I hope you get what you're uh, owed. Are doing your job. And I hope everyone else at Disney is paid fairly, but you know, I don't know all that stuff. Uh all right. Enough Black Widow. Uh it's time to get in some what if news, guys, and we got quite a few things here. Uh, so starting off, some journalists of insiders have seen the first three episodes of what if, and people are, are calling it Marvel's Twilight Zone, which is really neat. I like that comparison. Like it like Twilight Zone, obviously, these are just little stories that they tell. And right. I think that could be really cool for what if? Just like just tell a cool story. You know, obviously, what if, you know, T'Challa was picked up by the Ravagers. Like, tell me tell me that story. That'd be cool. Um, so I think that's neat. Um Also, uh, the executive producer did an interview with comicbook.com and here's some uh stuff he had to say about it. Um Season 1 of What If will be 9 episodes, not 10, uh, apparently due to COVID reasons. And the 10th episode will go into Season 2. Okay. um, So, mm. 9 episodes here. Uh, apparently, Captain Carter is going to have a big role in the season. Good. And going to link the seasons probably together. So, cool. Like Captain... Uh, I mean, I haven't seen Captain Carter yet. Hayley Atwell, like her. Mm. Um... They uh, also talked about in the interview that Chadwick Bozeman will be in four episodes of What If? And he will be playing four different um, variations of T'Challa. So, I don't think I'm emotionally ready for that uh, yet, but talked about that. Uh, a couple of casting stuff. Dave Batista on Twitter said he, will not, he was not even asked to be the voice of Drax in What If? Which is okay. I don't know why you wouldn't get him. He's great. He's literally what makes Drax.
1: Right, but so, also he's, like, been really shitting on Disney. Well, uh, is, he should? is he wrong? for doing I mean, No, he's not wrong, but, like, uh, at the same time, you can't, like, expect to be asked to come on the show if you're... Well,
0: I mean, like, he talked about, I you know, with the whole James Gunn stuff, he was very upset with Disney. Yeah. Like, how they handled the whole thing with James Gunn. Right. And, you know, it's like, if James Gunn's script's not even used for Volume 3, I'm not even going to be in it. Right. Like, cast somebody else. Well, I was um, talking mostly
1: more along the lines of, like, the what what they've done with the Drax character.
0: Yeah. I mean, um, with such a big epic tale, we have this, obviously some characters going to be left behind the dust a little bit. Um, mm-hmm. I would like to see all the Drax stuff we can, um, because he's great. Like Dave Batista, this is Dave Batista for me is the best wrestler turned actor just ever. Agreed. I don't think anyone's come even close to him. Yeah. Like, like Dwayne, the rock Johnson, D- Dwayne Johnson is very charismatic. Dude, I don't think he's that great. John Cena is just fun to watch. The I like watching John Cena do his thing, do his thing. But like Dave Batista, genuinely, I think is a really good actor. Like uh, John,
2: John Cena and Dwayne Johnson could never do later in twenty forty nine the way yeah. uh, Dave Batista did.
0: Yeah, or beat the shit out of James Bond like Dave Batista did, or mm-hmm. kill so, a bunch
1: of zombies like
0: Dave Batista. Dave Batista did. Yeah, and he's gonna be in Dune. I mean, you don't say that's like why Batista did. Yeah. So that's a bummer that he's in it. Also, Tom Holland will not be voicing Peter Parker and what if so?
1: Well, that's probably a Sony thing.
0: I don't know. Mm-hmm. Like I said, so True. like, I think Chris Hemsworth is voicing Thor with, I think he's like the actually only Avenger that's voicing. Right. Um, his character. Uh, so yeah. What if next week? Very excited. Um, things are really cool. And finally, I know we oh, are an Oh, MC- did we... We're,
2: we're already moving to Venom? Yes. All oh, right, I gave it away.
0: So, yes, thanks. All right, here we go. So I know this is the MCU in review, but thanks to, you know, these two corporations not being really upfront and honest whether or not these two things are connected. And you know what? It's fine. It's a marble thing. I'm going to throw it in here. Yesterday... I think it was yesterday. Uh, yeah, it was yesterday. Uh, the Venom two let there or Venom let there be Carnage. The second trailer came out, and um,
1: ooh, I haven't seen it.
0: It's wow. it's um a movie. It's you know I, I, I'm being dramatic here. It's it's an okay trailer. Like it's fine, really. It's just Venom and Carnage. Are they confirming a? A connection
1: between the MCU
0: or I just I figured it's a Marvel oh. thing, I'm gonna throw it in here. Okay. All right. Um so it's well, not a great you, trailer.
1: The way you started that off
0: me, well, like I I, a... I started off because you know like yeah. Um yeah, this is this is in the MCU. No, this is in the MCU. Stuff okay. like that. It's so weird. So I figured just throw it about this. Um Yeah, Venom two. It's it's a thing. I think Carnage looks good. I really do like they actually in the trailer let him be carnage like there's a moment where like there's a security guard and carnage just blams his throat down the security guards um tongue down the security guards throat and it, like chokes him out I I was like that is a very carnage thing to do that's very uh that's very crazy that's very crazy that's the best I've come up with um, the question is,
1: is does somebody say let there be carnage
0: I don't. I know Woody Harrelson in the trailer says carnage. He says the word carnage. Okay. Uh, I don't think Woody Harrelson was right. Like it's. I will say uh, the hair looks better than at the end of Venom when he had like that super crazy ridiculous wig on. Uh, but apparently in this one, you know, he bites Eddie Brock and that's how he gets the symbiote. So that's that's a thing. Um, but yeah so here's my thing for everyone that says you know it's really bad that disney has you know like the monopoly on superhero stuff like disney's getting all this stuff i mean you got non-disney stuff like this and it looks like that so obviously yeah. you know like so here's
2: my issue with uh because you're right like disney having a monopoly on superhero stuff is like objectively bad for like uh diversity and creativity like yeah. that's agreed However, I hate that the trend to like, we have to position ourselves to be like, we're not Marvel. And how do we do that? We have to make stuff that's edgy and gritty and cool. But like, it's just corny the way they do it. Like mm-hmm. having the character say the word carnage is just corny. Mm-hmm. And like, let's let's let, have it be ultra violent because I mean, I get it. It's carnage. So that like, duh, that makes sense. But I, I,
0: think I, 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 I think it's PG-13 the movie is but I really would have liked rated R. Like, I want Carnage to just fucking rip people open because uh, that makes sense Cause after seeing this though I'm like Tom Holland's supposed to fight that oh my god that's terrifying he may actually grab his pants looking at Carnage um, yeah well, some tea went down my shirt but um yeah it's Whew. Andy Circus, I love you you're great You're fantastic. Uh, You you have given me the best performance in any movie of the past 10 years for me personally. But this does not look good. I know it's a trailer. I know it's two and a half minutes. The movie could be good.
2: No, it's representative of the movie. You can already see, like, the writing just looks so bad. The, and it's the, just like, if you get Sony, like, shooing in whatever stuff they want to do for their own, like, Sony Marvel verse that they're trying to do, that yeah. I ha- Whereas Mobius, I
0: have no clue. Yeah. Uh, let's, let's see. Who's, who wrote this movie? Uh, uh, Tom Hardy had uh, some say... Tom Hardy helped write it. And Kelly Marcel, Marcel? um, They did... Here's some other stuff they did. Uh they did the screenplay for Venom. They did the screenplay for 50 Shades of Grey. Terra Nova. They did Bron they did they were a script editor on Bronson. Bronson's actually a good movie. Bronson's good. Bronson's good. Uh, story on Cruella. Um everything
1: you're crediting them doesn't give me any hope for this movie.
0: I it's just it, it's it's going to this movie's going to make a lot because you know it's Venom.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, I, I hope it doesn't.
0: of the audience,
1: don't go watch this movie. If not for I, you, for me, please don't go it's, watch it's, this it's movie. Going,
0: guys, it's going to make a lot of money. Don't it's going to make go a lot of money.
1: Watch this movie.
0: Not if this Delta variant keeps going around yeah. and shuts everything down. The international audiences love Venom. Absolutely. Oh, no, like you're him. right. You're so right. That why do you think like in 2018 they did like the first reveal in Brazil? Like Venom internationally is super popular. Yeah, but
1: you know what would be even better? Watching Venom on screen. Watching Venom fight Spider-Man, you know?
0: Yeah, that'd be cool, but we we don't have that. Not this not this version of Venom. I would not like that. No, I don't
1: yeah, no nobody I wants, really wants like Tom this Hardy Venom. Like is. in the trailer, he
0: just says all the stupidest stuff and I'm like, "Ugh." Oh.
1: The first trailer of this movie they put out was just Venom cooking while Tom Hardy was sitting on his ass reading a newspaper. What? Why?
0: Oh, I think I think we've talked enough about Venom.
1: Don't go right, watch this either movie. way.
0: Don't go watch either this way. Um, I'm gonna see this movie.
1: No, you're so, not. You're
0: yes, not
2: going gosh. to see this movie. Power to you, Eric. You can let me Carnage. know this.
0: Yeah, I will let you guys. Know.
1: You will Carnage. not see this movie,
0: Eric. Yeah, you'll be banned man. from the show if you are. Carnage. All right. Anyway, let's get to it, guys. So, you know, the MCU started in 2008 with Iron Man. And in 2010, we found out they were going to do an Avengers movie. Well, a little bit earlier than that. Because I remember the Comic-Con for 2010, they unveiled, like, the whole cast. Like, the Hall H panel was the whole cast lined up. And, you know... This this thing at this time, it was like, could they do it? Like, could they put all these characters on screen? And you know what? They did it. They fucking did it. Man. They fucking did it. But let's go over some box office numbers first. So, The Avengers, Marvel's The Avengers, Avengers Assemble in Europe, however you want to call this movie, debuted on May 4th, 2012, with a budget of $220 million dollars. With a box office total of $1.52 billion.
1: What was the budget again? I'm sorry. Two
0: hundred and twenty dollars million? $220 million. Oh my god. Man, this guy
2: looking at the dock.
1: I'm not. This
0: budget, $1.5... I'm rounding it up to two. $1.52 billion. So at the time the um, The domestic opening for this movie was two hundred and seven billion two hundred seven two hundred seven million dollars, and it was the highest opening weekend ever. Um, it be Harry Potter and the Deathly Alice Part Two, which was the biggest one the year before. But like forty million dollars is wild. Like they did it, <laughs> like. They put all of these heroes on screen together. And we'll find out how the other hosts feel. But I feel it worked. They did it. Like, it's the end of phase one. You brought the team together. Mm-hmm. Um. So, I want you guys to describe to me your Avengers experience in the theater ah. that night. So, Ruben, I'm going to start with... And you know what, Christian? I started with Ruben last time, Christian. I'm gonna start with you this time. Okay.
2: Oh, thank god. To meet
0: your Avengers oh, theater experience,
2: dude. This is back in the day when midnight showings were still a thing, mm-hmm. and like it's with Phase One Marvel. Like my friends and I started doing this thing where we'd go to the Maya Cinemas, There's this new cinema in in Bakersfield that opened up, one of the nicest cinemas there at the time, and we would go to these midnight premieres, and it was like always an epic experience. So after Captain America: First Avenger, came, uh, after that came out, I remember thinking like, oh my god. We're actually going to get these characters together in a single movie. I I can't believe it. You know, I didn't want to believe it, but I knew it was happening. So, like, the anticipation in that theater, I you could feel it, dude. Everyone was so giddy and excited, and the lights came down. Everyone was clapping. They almost didn't let us into the theater because something happened. So, we had to move to a different theater, but it had a bigger screen. So, that was cool. Had my popcorn, my soda. And uh, like, I'm at the time, it was two hours and 20 minutes of, like excellence in hindsight is it a great is it a great movie yes is it perfect no but it's still like they they did it they pulled it off and like created one of the most successful franchises ever amazing
1: there's some s-tier uh movie theater snacks you know (laughs) yeah absolutely
0: um the ruben Describe to me your 2012 avengers experience
1: i would if i could if i remembered
0: you don't remember? It? Wow! I
1: don't remember. I I'm gonna assume that I uh, 2012. I had graduated high school already, so I was in my freshman year of college, and I'm going to assume that I went to the theaters with my friends and we watched this opening night. But I don't remember. Like it's I'm drawing a blank.
0: All right. Let, let, let me paint, yours, a, Eric. Let me paint a picture for you guys. So it's 2012. I was let's see what was I? I think it was a junior in college. Yeah. So um, me and a bunch of the uh, theater, when I was in the theater school, uh, a bunch of us like got together and um, like, all right, we're going to get our tickets and we're going to go see Avengers. And I remember it was palpable. Oh my yeah. goodness. You could just feel it. And I knew that, I didn't know there was any type of like cosplay, cost. Um, contest they had going on, but I was going to go anyway. I didn't know this at the time, so let me pull up the picture here. Oh, no. oh let's see it. So this was, obviously, I do my best David Hasselhoff, Nick Fury. <laughs> Look at you. <laughs> I was in my college apartment right there oh, with my man. iPhone 4. <laughs> and a, I still have this leather coat in my closet right now. Um, I bought like these boots like, I bought all this stuff on Amazon, and I made the stupid mistake like i didn't know how I'd never worn an eye patch before, so i like I kept my eye closed behind it the whole time i didn't know what to do <laughs> <laughs> so when I got there, like everyone was like they, they had a thor they had uh some people dressed up but, like they someone had like homemade Captain America suits and stuff. Obviously, some people like painted themselves green and everything, and so I, I walked up in there. Apparently, it was a uh, contest, and they gave I think like three winners some Avengers pins and a poster, and I I won. I was one of the three winners, um, so I I still I don't know where my Avengers pin is now, but I still have my poster in my closet. Um, but no, yeah, it was it was insane. It was just a bunch of nerds sitting in a theater. I remember we had these uh, two people behind us. who we were talking about who our favorite Marvel vs. Capcom fighters were. Um, it was great, uh, and then you know we're getting all excited. The trailers are starting. People are still talking a little bit, but once that movie started, ever just pin drop you could hear. Yeah. And then the two guys behind us started like snickering a little bit. And then I remember one of my uh, friends at the time, Daniel, was turned around I'm like, "Y'all need to shut up right now." Wow! <laughs> and so they shut up. Like, we didn't hear them for the rest of the movie. Um, and just everyone was so excited. And we'll get to – I'll get to the hype. You know, i was talking about it right now. When they did – when Hulk – I'm sorry, what? I just wanted to add, like, just to add to
2: your experience as well. Like, May 2012 was the month when I was graduating high school. I was doing a lot of events. So, to have, like, this big event, like, in my life – like, Marquette, when I'm graduating high school, just mm-hmm. added, I think, to the experience altogether Because, like, there was a lot of us, like, together in the theater. Like, mm-hmm. all of us graduating, going to see the Avengers together. Like, it was a very cool experience.
0: So, like, before, before this movie, uh, the hypest moment I've ever seen in the theater was in Deathly Hallows Part Two when McGonagall, you know, takes over the Great Hall again. Spoilers. And, like, people were, people were hyped for that. But let me tell you, when Hulk, when Bruce hulked out and punched the dragon you you could hear it start. Everyone was, like, losing their minds, and then it, the crescendo of the, the uh, music comes on, and then the Hulk roar, and then the circle shot. Everyone in the theater got up and cheered. It is still the hypest moment I've ever been in a theater. Everyone stood up and did, like, a standing ovation, and people were screaming their butts off because they finally did it. Um, I'm getting goosebumps right now thinking about it. Um... But just an amazing experience in the theater. Like everyone, like all the jokes were landing, um, all the uh very dramatic moments were hitting, um, so yeah, it's it's probably it's still my favorite theater going experience. Um, so Christian, you brought up a good point there. So Ruben, I'm gonna start with you. Does the Avengers hold up? Absolutely, like absolutely.
1: For me, there, like I, I just recently watched it right before the show. And there were some lines that were like weirdly worded. Like I have here um let's see, let's see, let's see. You are all of you beneath me. Like that's a line that Loki says and I'm like why didn't you just say you all are all or be- beneath me? Like it- it's small nitpicky stuff, but like this movie is fucking fantastic. And for, again, this is one of the movies where I'm like, there's way too much stuff happening in this movie. You get the Avengers fighting each other, kind of, sort of, not really. Like, the first introduction fight where everybody's like, you're not the fucking boss of me. Um, and then you get them trying to capture loki and then you get an alien invasion on top of that get the fuck out of here this fucking movie is insane
2: okay that that was a good thing you're saying when there's a lot going on that that was a bad thing
1: right because you you remember if we had uh when we had talked about iron man where we were like there's way too much stuff happening in this movie but it's all good you know like that Mm. that sums up the Paramount movies as a whole like they have way too much stuff going on but in a good way, you know.
2: Can I bounce off of Ruben real quick? Go right ahead. Of course. Yeah, it brings up something that I want that I had written down in my notes. Like the one note that I made was that Avengers, like thank God we finally moved past Paramount after this, because they specifically feel so different and i think in the avengers i kind of nailed it is that the lens that they have is very not superhero centric all the time it's more like focused on like the agency especially in avengers it's like we're getting the lens of shield and so i i asked on on twitter here from the penultimate twitter is, is avengers a good movie because i, I kind of forgot that the f- opening 40 minutes like the pacing is just a little off and the whole shield stuff just doesn't work that well to me is like a cold opening once you start moving past that and getting into like the actual Avengers uh learning about what their their mission is and then meeting each other is when the movie I think finally starts to click together it just doesn't happen for a while after that it's it's like let's go baby I'm along for the ride
0: yeah I um I feel as though I I enjoyed every time like you're right the first first 40 minutes you know Loki coming into um the shield base um immediately taking Hawkeye out of the picture, which you know Hawkeye definitely got you know uh put on the bench for this movie yeah like, I, it's just what's gonna happen someone's someone's gonna get the lesser part that's what that's what's gonna happen it's the first time we got this movie like this, someone was gonna get left out, and it was Hawkeye let's be real mm. um so I just remember. One how violent it got when Loki takes that thing and shoves it in the dude's eye. I was like, oh my god. Um super also, Brody. I remember every time like one of the Avengers would come out, you know, like when they showed Tony when the, the first shot of Tony fixing the pipes under the water and him going to Stark Tower, everyone was very happy and stuff. And, you know, when Captain America you show Captain America punching the punching bag, everyone's getting really super excited. Um When Thor, even Thor, even though not many people like we've discussed here, the first Thor movie, eh. But when he jumped on top of the Quinjet, roar from the crowd. Everyone was excited to see Thor. Like the line was like, what, are you afraid of a little lightning? I'm not fond of what follows. And then Thor comes down. Uh, It was so good. Um, And then Chris
2: Evans right after, he's like, there's only one God, ma'am.
0: Yeah. He doesn't dress like that. Yeah. I think it was so good, and also like the cool opening Black Widow thing, where it's like, oh, fine, cool, yeah. She's in this chair, it's like, hold on, this dude's giving me everything. It's like, I no, I'm not doing that. Um, and she just beats their ass. And then we get our first shot of Mark Ruffalo's Hulk. Yep. Go ahead, Christian.
2: Uh, since you brought up Black Widow, I'm actually kind of glad that we were able to watch Black Widow uh, for MCU interview or MCU, not MCU, Rewind. MCU Rewind, before we did Avengers. Because I think a lot of uh, what's in Avengers really, like, flushes out, like, Nat's characters with the lens, like, with the knowledge that we have of Black Widow after. Right. Like, yeah. just getting stuff about Budapest and, like, uh, Dreykov's daughter, like, in there. Like, I know what they're talking about now. And I kind of, I, I feel closer to that character. So, yeah.
0: Yeah, um, the longest time, I thought that Dreykov was... Her dad. Was that Dracoff's daughter? I'm like, is that Natasha's dad in this movie? Or what? Ruben, you were going to say something.
1: Yeah, I was just going to say I had a newfound appreciation for Black Widow in this movie. Like, mm. all the shit that she does, like, just kicking ass and taking names. Like, uh, mm-hmm. I was all here for it.
0: And I, I love the conversation between her and Bruce. Like, it was oh. really good. And like when he doesn't like stop lying to me, she just pulls the gun out, He's like, mm. I'm sorry. I just wanted to see how you'd react. I wanted to see what you do. I'm so sorry. Like, oh, look at Bruce being a jokester. Um, but no, I think we're we're gonna get to obviously I, I have a thing where we're gonna discuss Josh Wheaton here in a second. But um I, I thought, you know taking him out of the equation for this, just the movie. I thought like there were a lot of a lot of the jokes landed. Like a lot of them, you know, like when they're up in the penthouse, Tony was like, um, like, uh, with um, Pepper was talking about uh, the lease, like, oh, uh, call Hope your mom, in. can you bunk over? <laughs> and stuff like little little bits of information like that were great. I love that Tony has a Black Sabbath shirt on in this movie. That that was really yeah. nice. Um, but yeah, and just also the line the. Like the first act that gets me is like right after Cap fights Loki, um, right before it, and the old guy stands up and he's like, "We're not gonna, I'm not gonna battle a man like you." And he's like, "There are no men like me." He's like, "There are always men like you." I was just fantastic line.
1: I wrote that. I wrote down. I was like, "Is this the old man talking about Hitler?"
0: Oh, absolutely. Like, right, right, of course,
1: right. But it's just like it it was weird to see a, a, a Hitler reference in a Marvel movie
0: um i mean i mean he was in couch. captain america <laughs> this is also true
1: <laughs> Times.
2: um eric you, you brought up a great point about josh whedon like he obviously he's a shitty dude from like what we learned uh you know later down the few years but what he does do very well um is write like fantastic character moments and like the dialogue between these characters is like some of the best that they've ever been like i forget how good it is and i'm thinking of um there's like small stuff like uh Chris Evans or uh, Cap like giving uh, $10 to Nick Fury because he's surprised that the Quinn jet is or the boat is actually the jet right Um, and then we're getting the introduction of of Bruce and Tony together and they're like you can you could they're having like intellectual back and forth that they're like keeping up and Tony's like finally someone who speaks English and but then you also get like the introductions of Tony is trying to make Bruce better by accepting who he is on the inside it's a lot of great stuff.
0: Like, it's 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 fantastic I will say. I'm going to get this right out of the way. This is the worst Captain America suit in the MCU. I, and it's
1: oh not even Oh my god, close. Eric, it's like you're reading
0: my mind. It's, it's not bad. even close. Like I think when he doesn't have the weird headpiece on, it's fine. Now. Nah. It's okay like in the end of the fight when he ha- like it's just um when he's helping all the people out at the end and the in the building and he's just he doesn't have the headpiece on and you know uh beth i think ashley johnson's character's name was in this beth when she looks outside she sees captain america standing all stoic looking around so you can yeah. help him like this is fine that looks good but when he's got the head thing on Man, oh so this is the worst like yeah. his chin looks all weird and it's just oh i hate this outfit so much yeah i don't um, think
2: any captain america suit should have the helmet he should just chris evans should just be helmetless all the time
1: sorry colson uh, no, uh, uh, it depends. I like the, I like the, um, helmet in Winter Soldier. Well, Winter Soldier or like any other Marvel his,
0: movie. his Civil War and yeah. in-game suits. Like yeah. those look great with, with the he- headpiece. Like, yeah. the, cause like, it actually. It's a strap. Like it's a, a chin a strap. strap. Yeah. It's just like a fucking piece of plastic. Right. Or whatever. It's okay. Not every costume can be perfect. It's fine. I get it. Um, so, let me get back to my notes here. Uh,
1: Can I ask you guys a question? Yes. Why sure. does Loki, in the beginning of this movie, look like he just came back from a fucking 50-year bender? I
2: mean, he was he you not, know, like, floating around in space for a while until he landed on, like, some remote place where he then he got picked up by Thanos' people? Okay. Would you not also be sweaty and, like,
0: dirty and tired?
1: Eh, Maybe. I guess okay, all right.
0: Not that great of a wig piece in this movie for Loki,
1: it like the is. super
0: crazy long hair. It never um, is. And it mm-hmm. looked better in Ragnarok. I thought the Loki hair piece looked better in Ragnarok. Um, oh, so yes.
2: I have, I have another note. Something I noticed that Josh Sweden did, which was like cool. I, I'm glad you like serviced this, but I don't think it was needed. Is that Whenever, like, uh, a lot of Thor characters were on screen, he would do the same thing that uh, they did in Thor 1, which was do the Dutch angles, which is, like, sideways. Mm-hmm. I still don't think it added anything here. I, I don't like, know why. I was- when they're
0: having the argument where it's just, like, when Thor's like, you humans are so funny and tiny. And I'm like, why are, we, why are we doing this? Why, why, why am I tilting? Yeah. Then you had, like, the one shot where it's, like, it flipped backwards and stuff i don't know it could be represented the avengers are being turned on their heads or something like this whatever mm. so um yeah there there are a lot of a lot of great stuff here and i think the important what i like kind of how much even though this movie deals with like an invasion this movie is actually kind of small if you think out about it like this movie is about these six people coming together well five because hawkeye doesn't come into later Uh, But these five people, for most of the movie, coming together in, like, a small space. Like, what happens when you put some of the most powerful people in the world in an office space together? What's going to happen? So I thought that was cool. Obviously, from the get-go, you get Steve and Tony just bam, 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 arguing with one another. Um,
2: Shout out to um, Tony and, and Steve arguing and Steve being like, put on the suit, put on the suit.
0: And then the yep. enemies invade, and he's like, put on, put, on suit. Suit. Yeah, Oops, okay. "Put on the suit." Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. Um, shout out to the man playing Galaga. Yeah, thank you for playing Galaga. I hope you got the high score. Um, so I know Christian wants to talk about this. I do. So, oh, I know, I know you're gonna bring it up. <laughs> I know that later Marvel trailers get really good. Like the Age of Ultron first trailer with the no strings on me. That was awesome. When you got the Infinity War trailers, those are great. Chris, I'm just gonna let you take over, man. <laughs> yeah, people forget how
2: bad movie trailers used to be. We take that for granted because trailers now can be pretty freaking great. Case in point, like Eric says, the uh, Age of Ultron trailers, the freaking Endgame trailers were like some of the best trailers uh, that we've seen in the MCU. You were me avengers is man. so bad it it likens back to like uh previous trailers of like the late 2000s um where they would do like rock songs over like montages of scenes um a la i guess transformers but the thing is the lincoln park songs set like a tone for for what these trans movies transformers movies were like it kind of worked there I, I see what they're going what for in avengers it is mad we horny and it just does not fit the tone I get the the lyrics of the song make sense with what's going on in the movie about coming together, right? But other than that, it's just weird. And I encourage everyone to go watch it and be like, "Yo, I am so glad that trailers have have moved on from what they used to be."
1: This trailer is so weird. Like, they they show off a bunch of shots that are like kind of, they're in the movie, but like they're very slow. It, it's almost as if they put a slow motion uh, effect yes. on this trailer, and it's so and weird. it dropped the frames too. Yeah, it,
0: oh god, yeah. I, um, yeah, it was a bad trailer. Um, I and movies, please. I saw with the current Lamentum, stop putting covers, moody yes. covers of songs in your trailers, please. Like, that was fine for like the first year you started doing it. It was cool. There are some moments I'm, I, I know I've liked some trailers where it had a moody. Uh, cover of a song. Please stop doing it. It's not great. Uh, put your score in there, please. Like putting the Avengers theme song in the other movies, like is just is more hype. I Get think some Hans like, in there. You
2: know, ooh, I something I noticed in the Avengers that that was really cool. Uh, speaking of scores, um, if you remember in, in Infinity War, whenever Thanos is talking, he has like a theme that goes on, and it's just like a, a rising. Dun... Uh, it's just like a—it's a small drone that's in the background that kind of elevates the tension. If you notice, in a lot of these Avengers scenes, they have that when villains are talking, and it's very small and subtle, and it, it, like it's almost in the background of whatever score they're using. So if if you were to watch Avengers again and you listen for it, you can hear it. And it, it already setting the stones for for Thanos in just the musical way, which I thought was kind of cool.
0: Yeah, because I think when you have these superpowered beings, I think all the villains of the Avengers movies have done a good job of, you know, bringing that tension. It's like, what happens? Loki is just going to be a little thorn in the side of the Avengers. I'm just going to get under their skin just a little bit. And obviously, there was tension between them all. Right. Uh, Ultron, you know what? I'm going to fuck with your heads just a little I'm going to have Scarlet Witch fuck with your heads just a little bit. That's going to throw you all off. And then Thanos is like, I'm going to destroy every one of you. <laughs> um, so uh, yeah trailer was bad for this movie I will say also we finally got a fantastic Hulk in a film we've waited third time's a charm Mark Ruffalo you're fantastic I immediately forgot about Edward Norton like in this movie like he does a good job I think of you know just living with it like it, I, like the line that obviously stands out in this movie is like I tried to put a bullet in my head the other day and the other guy spit it out like that was that was a powerful line and of course his first Hulk transformation right in front of Natasha yeah, was scary. Mm. Like that was mm-hmm. absolutely scary. Um That's my
1: secret cap. I'm always angry. Um, oh my god, what a So, badass. so badass.
0: Um and Richard so <laughs> So i a uh, shout-out for them finally getting the Hulk right. I think they did a really good job. And, of course, I want to talk about the final fight scene. Before we get, get into that,
1: there are a couple things in this movie where I, I just... I haven't seen this movie in a while, and it just dawned on me how crazy things things in the MCU have gotten.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Losing is in your nature. Colson tells that to Loki. I completely mm-hmm. forgot that that was a reference to Colson. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, we already mentioned it. Ashley Johnson, perfect. You know, like let's get her in another MCU movie. You know, um, the on and off between uh, Nat and Bruce starts, and like just just put them in a room together. You know, uh,
0: just. they did, and not many people like that. Reuben, yeah.
1: Well, I, I, I meant, I like, after this movie, you know? <laughs> <laughs> um, Eric, I'm surprised you didn't mention it. The Legolas reference.
0: I'm getting we are the- about to. Okay. I'm about to get all to the right, fight. Right. Okay. Cause, right. So, like, for the final, pretty much at final. Up, oh, what's up, Christian?
2: Yeah, I'll bring up something before the fight, too, then. Um, I finally understand. I finally It finally clicked to me what Coulson was saying uh, in his dying words. R.I.P. Coulson. Um, he says, uh, this never would have worked if they didn't have something to, and I never knew what he was going to say. And then it finally clicked for me when I was watching it. I was like, he's probably going to something to avenge. Is that correct?
1: Yeah. Well, I was going to say something to hold on to, but yeah, avenge. that. Works. Something to avenge. And I was like, fuck,
2: that's awesome. Yeah. And then I started thinking about like, oh my God, there's that line. Like if we don't save the world, we're going to make sure... Damn sure we're gonna avenge it. Which I I don't remember if that's in this movie or not, but yeah, like the Avengers are cool. It is. It is, it is. Yeah, the Avengers are so cool, man. The
0: fight the fight scene before the fight scene. We get the awesome scene between Loki and Tony, and yeah. just so many good jokes in there. And like especially when he tries to Mind Stone, well, scepter at this yeah. time, scepter Tony. It's like this usually works well. Performance issues. Yeah. Like, it's is oh so, like, so, so good. So So good. Terrible in my opinion. Oh, I loved it. It was. it's just this usually works well. Like Tony, one in
1: five, you know,
2: one in five. There's like four bad jokes in this movie, and that's one of them.
1: Um, um Colby Smulders um, killed it. Maria Hill, God, every yeah. time she's on screen is perfection. I, th-
0: I thought she was a good Maria Hill. I typically don't like Maria Hill as a character, but I think she did a really good job. Yeah. In this movie. Um. Uh But yeah, the fight scene. This was all building to this. What happens when we put the Hulk and Thor, like, together on something? That's not a courtroom, you know, drama from the '80s. Uh, you know, Incredible Hulk, looking at you. Um, so we we got it, like you know, we we're, they're helping all these people, and then Loki is sent in the Chitauri army, and you know, God, it's so good that we get the. We get them all teamed up, Hulk comes down, smashes, and then we get the circle shot with just the... Ah, with the Jatari screaming, the music, Hulk roaring, and then just... I find it so funny, like, you know, we got the Hulk, we got, we got Thor uh, whipping around Mjolnir, uh, Tony is getting ready, Cab is getting the shield ready, and just Nat and Clint are just, just, just reloading guns and getting an arrow ready. I'm like, let's go. Um... Words so,
2: cannot express how wet I was in 2012 when they had like the one shot following one Avenger and it moves into the other, like that. You know what scene I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah. probably one of the coolest shots in that movie. And
0: so we get, we just get Cap just leading like he like he's born to do, and there's just Hulk smash. Yeah, yeah. So then just Hulk just goes straight away, and then you get some, you know, in this fight you get a bunch of Marvel Ultimate Alliance shit. I saw where like Tony just repulsors the shield. And, you know, uh, the beams go off. You go up, better clinch up Legolas. Like, that was so good. Um, Just, (laughs) he's talking, well, Thor's taking out some people on Fifth Street, and he didn't invite me. And uh, it's just, you would just, Tony would zoom in, fly, shoot people off. And like Christian said, they cut to Thor and Hulk smashing on top of a dragon. And then Hulk puts in the giant finn or whatever it was and thor just hammers it down oh so good so good
2: the only thing i didn't like here is that normally they refer to one one another as like their actual names Mm -hmm. and i still don't buy when uh natasha calls uh clint hawkeye during the scene i was
0: like that just didn't feel right yeah you you know he's clint you know him as clint just call him clint Yeah. yeah um but yeah just so good like i remember just watching you, just my eyes were just open the whole time just i didn't i don't remember blinking just like oh my god here it is um and especially the part where cap like comes on the uh cop car and he's like all right when you get all these people when you he does what a- he jumps yeah, on, like, on top of the cop car
1: yeah that's oh, heard- not what you okay. said <laughs> <laughs> no don't worry about it we're just gonna, pre- gonna say, go keep past go. i'm sorry it. keep, keep, going, keep, go. going, keep yeah. going keep going
0: keep going
1: Save. no we'll tell you later we'll tell you later yeah tell you
0: Later. <laughs> oh my god i don't even remember what i said what did i say i need to know uh, it's, okay after.
2: it's okay it's cool uh, you have an important point i want it. yeah it's a good, it's a uh, good so scene. he
0: jumps on top of the cop car and then um t- gives them all these orders and then it's like why the hell should i listen to you and he just beats the shit out of some chitauri and then the cop at me it's like, all right i need people and just following he's like that's what cap does uh, like, like, I'm yeah. gonna tell you what to do. You, you better listen to me. on Captain America. I know what to do. Um, and also a weird thing in this movie, they never mention how they all have earpieces for some reason. I always, oh, thought... yeah, that. why would you? <laughs> you know, just <laughs> it was so weird. It's just Natasha. Like, I could do it. and then Just Steve out of nowhere, do it. Like, where is this earpiece? Dude,
2: if I'm right, the only time they showed an earpiece was in like Black Widow. It's the only time I remember yeah. one actually put one in. Yeah,
1: because you don't need that. To, to be referenced that's just a waste of time you know? I know
0: it was just it's silly because I see nothing in Steve's ear and he's just like do it like I make sense later on the line when they've been together for a while Tony has probably invented something where they can talk to each other but yeah it was uh, it was strange uh, and then you know uh, Loki is beat up by Hulk another big crowd pleasing moment yes um, and then Loki Loki's gone he gets sent away. The team gets together. Or does he? Ooh. And so Loki uh, is brought back to Asgard. Uh, the team goes away, and you know, we get first mid-credit scene in the in the MCU so far, and boy, is it a big one.
1: Yeah.
0: I remember, I'm like, oh, what what's happening? What are they gonna do? And then you just see the the speaker just talking. and I'm like, who who's who's behind this whole thing? And then when I saw the hand, and I'm like, who is this? And then you, you just see him turn, and I see the chin. I'm like, oh,
1: that's <laughs> you. Oh, my God.
0: And oh. I remember one person in the theater was like, oh, my God, it's Hellboy. And I'm like, oh, my God. What? No. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, oh, my God, they're two in Thanos. Oh, my God, they're two in Thanos.
2: I'm I'm not ashamed to admit I knew who Thanos was, but when I saw him on screen, I didn't I didn't register Thanos, I didn't identify him as Thanos. I was like, who the
1: fuck is that? I'm gonna be honest with you, I did not know. Like I'm a DC guy, so I didn't know anything.
0: Yeah, it was it was wild. I, a lot of people screamed in the theater. Were like, like oh my god, are You're they they're about ass. to go do Infinity Saga? Oh my god, because um, obviously when you see Thanos, like that's the one thing you think of. Uh, but yeah, and then we get our shawarma. Our ugh. shawarma scene. I
2: love hate that scene. That. I hate some, It's uh, so good. It's so I good. I
0: just love that like, when Tony comes back for the brink of death. I want to try shawarma. I don't know what it is. heard about it. I just want to try it. I What's hate hilarious. the word, shawarma. It, why? It's just so... Uh,
1: ugh. You know, like... It just grosses me out. Like, I'm sure... You have to the
2: give me more of a reason why you don't like shawarma. It, or the word shawarma. It,
1: it just... It's like one of those words moist, you know, like when you hear it, you're just like, you know, like it yeah, scourses you out.
0: Um so yeah, I think another the last point I want to bring up is something we talked about earlier. Uh obviously uh Josh Wheaton's name is put to this and his name will be put to this movie for ever, because Josh Wheaton, not that great of a dude. Mm-hmm. Um so it I, it just reminded me of a time when, you know, when this movie came out, like, everyone wanted Josh Whedon to do everything in the MCU. Because yeah. like, it was a time, because I remember, I was like, oh, my God, just let him do all the stuff. Let him do it. Josh Whedon was, you know, between 2012 and probably 2015, just put on the pedestal the most, prob- I, I would say so. Like, in pop culture yeah. stuff, because, like, he did yeah. the Avengers movie, and it's like, oh, my God, this worked. And then, you know, he does stuff with Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., which, you know, how that turned out really pretty good who knows but you know he had a big stake in the mcu for a long time like i think if i remember correctly he was like one of the creative directors for the mcu like he had a bunch of notes he was a consultant for phase two if i remember like all this stuff all these pieces moving together and now that i go back and think about it and like man i'm so glad we got the russo brothers at the helm of a bunch Dude, of stuff yeah because... i pray they
2: remain unproblematic because the russo's are, are so good
0: yeah, and so, because I remember when they announced, like, yeah, the Russos are going to take over Infinity War, I'm like, you're, you're not going to have Joss Whedon for this? And, of course, this was before all the shit came out about him, but I'm like, oh, my God, well, I hope they do well, um, because, obviously, we just had two Avengers movies done by Joss Whedon, that obviously, you know, Age of Ultron, critically, response withstanding, you know, they made a bunch of money, people went to go see it, so... Um, yeah, it's just weird looking back at it now. It just seems like a time capsule, just a long time, even though it's only like nine years ago. Yeah. Like, oh, well, nine years is a long time. But um, yeah, the phase one is over, and like that era is done. It's just like they all felt like such different movies. Like most of the most of the, I would say half. There we go. Half of the first phase is really good. Like, you know, Iron Man one, mm-hmm. Captain America, First Avenger, or The Avengers. Half of it's really, really good. And that's the half that, and then the other half. It just it feels so weird. And then you know now we're at a state the MCU where it's just it just feels like such it feels like a a, a distant cousin. Phase one feels now. Yeah. But it was an important founding because that's what this was. This was the origin of the team. The team got together, and you know, like Christian said at the beginning, it created the most successful franchise probably in a long time. Haven't seen a franchise as successful since Star Wars. You know, obviously this movie jump started and made Marvel the pop culture thing. Yeah. Like I would obviously Star Wars probably more iconic, but I think the biggest, most popular franchise, the MCU is like the biggest thing. Like you can look at numbers and stuff. Like obviously the MCU is the most popular. Um Probably franchise ever made in film. Like, it's, there's no question about it. And this movie kind of jump started it. It prints wow. money, dude. So, I, uh, yes, there's our discussion of Avengers. So, we do have a Stan Lee cameo to talk about this week.
1: Before we do that, I do have to mention one thing. Yesterday, we had an argument about how Manhattan wasn't an island. In this movie, Eric, they throw a nuke. Well, they don't throw. They shoot off a nuke to the island of Manhattan. You son of
0: a bitch. Well, I it's not doing. really... It's not really... Well, Where's Josh Whedon from? I don't know if he would know about... The- well,
1: Samuel L. Jackson says, island of Manhattan. And- well...
0: Oh, Josh Wheaton is from New York. Wow. Okay. Wow. So I, don't th- I don't think it's an island. I think it's a peninsula.
1: Yeah, but uh, I mean... You could be an honest. island
0: is uh, is completely surrounded by water, Ruben. New- Manhattan is not completely surrounded by water, is it?
1: I mean, I've heard it both ways.
0: Surrounded by rats. Yeah. Oof. And subway lines. Yeah. Um, so, we actually... There are two Stanley cameos in this movie. One was a deleted scene. So Wait, I feel what? What? The- yeah there is two Stanley cameos, the one that's in the movie where it's like superheroes in New York. Give me a break and the other deleted scene is when cap is sitting at the diner and like um looking at Beth and stuff, and Stanley is like, well, go ask for our number, you moron or something like that. I forget what he says, but he like pushes cap to go talk to Beth um so we'll, we'll just do the theatrical one right now, just yeah. the uh Reuben, take it away, my friend.
1: So, uh, I mean, you kind of already went with it. Stan Lee's cameo here is, uh, he says, superheroes in New York, give me a break. And he's an old guy playing chess in the park in the news. Where do we want to put this?
0: I think we should, I think you should talk about the other cameos right now. Right,
1: right. So, Stan Lee cameos for number five is Iron Man 2 as Larry King. Number four is The Incredible Hulk as the old man dying, question mark, question mark, from radiation poisoning. Number three is Iron Man with the Hugh Hefner uh, reference. Number two is Captain America, the first Avenger, the White House Metal Vonder, uh commentator.
0: Uh, number nat on my
1: and number one Bottom. is, unfortunately, Thor as the pickup truck guy trying to lift up the hammer.
0: Why would you say, unfortunately? That's a great cameo.
1: Yeah, but like it's Thor, you know?
0: You admitted that Thor is better than Hulk. Mm.
1: I I had to think about
0: it for a solid minute.
2: Like, what the fuck does he do or say as the White House Medal of Honor commentator? He's like, that's right. He goes, I thought he'd be taller or whatever. Should I write that
1: there? No.
2: I'll just have to remember every single time.
1: So where do we want to put this?
2: Eric, you go first.
0: Let's see. I mean, obviously, it's funny because you know Stanley is saying superheroes in New York, give me a break. But I just really like his ecstatic look he has, where it's like, did I get it? After he tries to lift Mjolnir. So yeah. right now, I think I'm going to go two. I think this one is number two. Oof. See, I'm thinking
2: number four cuz I like it and it's funny but it's too peripheral in the movie like it's a uh, it's the shot of like the panning um camera with all a bunch of the other stuff so it's easy it's not easy to miss but like it's not foregrounded and I just like the Hugh Hefner one a bit more than than this one
1: it's Yeah but we didn't get him Stanley talking as Hef as Hef
2: do we, does that make it better because he says a, a line, you know? Yes, okay, it does. Yes, yes it, does. <laughs> it does. Okay, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> um, okay then, I'll,
1: then I'll go as high as three for me. Okay, Ruben, where are we at? Um, unfortunately, I have to side with Eric here. This doesn't take over I, Thor. I I'm going to,
2: I'm going to. Right. Okay. This doesn't it's take. It's gonna-
1: this doesn't take over for Thor, but like just seeing him turning back and from the pickup truck, asking him, did I get it? Did, did I get, get it? it? Like, come on. That's such a great scene. So it's going to have to be number two. Uh, Avengers. Um, I have it here. Superheroes. In New York. In the Give me a break.
2: I can't believe I talked myself out of it.
1: (laughs) (laughs) First it's four, then it's three. No, it's two. All right. There we have it. Do I want to go down to the list again?
0: Uh, You can if you want. All right.
1: Number one, Thor with pickup uh, pickup truck guy trying to lift up the hammer. Number two, Avengers. Superheroes in New York? Give me a break. New, uh, old man playing chess in the park for the news segment. Um, Captain America the First Avenger with the White House Medal of Honor commentator who says, I thought he'd be taller. <laughs> um, number four, Iron Man with the Hugh Hefner reference. Number five is the Incredible Hulk with uh, Stan Lee as the old man Dying, question mark, question mark, from uh, Radiation Poisoning. And number six is Iron Man 2 as Larry King. Good Which, list. Yeah.
0: All right. Next up, as always, we say here, what good are heroes without some villains? So it's time to rank the MCU villains so far. Um, so we're going to start from the bottom. and number six, Abomination and Thunderbolt Ross from The Incredible Hulk. Number five, I want my bird, Whiplash slash Justin Hammer from Iron Man 2. And number four, we got Tony Obadiah Stane from Iron Man 1. And number three, we have Red Skull um, from Captain America, the first Avenger. Uh, Two, we have um, Taskmaster slash Dreykov from Black Widow. And number one, we have Loki from Thor. And so I asked you gentlemen I still say where does loki to...
1: what I still say we put taskmaster to way too high, but okay
0: the taskmaster uh, so you think, okay, you know what that that was for we decided okay <laughs> that was less <last>. it was <laughs> it's still like come on, like you can make there's your no own way there is taskmaster no way was a figurative reference to Natasha's past okay. that was coming back to haunt her all right, okay, okay,
1: it's just. Castmaster was a tool,
0: okay, used by Dreykov. And a really cool one.
1: Oh.
0: Anyway, where does Loki from Avengers stand for you guys? Number, number one, baby. Easily. Easily number one for me. Really? Yeah, he's an
2: antagonist to every single Avenger in this. To Natasha. Yeah. Most importantly, to Thor
0: again. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. But He's like, whose, to, whose fault is that me. though?
1: Like Thor's an idiot for trying to trust him and then he gets that's stabbed. His brother. Yeah, but like fool me once, shame on me. <laughs> fool me twice, shame on No. That's 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 the hero quality. You always like try to redeem
2: like the people that you care about, or anyone really, right? And we you literally prove later that Loki is a redeemable character. It just took persistence to get there. Yeah, and we're we're there's really that one scene that. Really when there's that scene when Loki tricks Thor into getting into the like the, that metal cage, a steel cage, and Loki opens the bottom of it, and Thor looks down and looks back up, and you see it in his eyes. Like, are you really going to do this to me, like your brother? He says that without saying it. But you can see the emotion in his eyes, and Loki lets him drop, and it's such a heavy moment for Thor's character. Like that scene alone
0: is enough to be at least at least top two. So, all right, Ruben. Mm-hmm. Who do you think is higher than Loki and Avengers in
1: these movies? As we've, yeah.
0: Uh, give me one yeah. second.
1: I close the dock by. Because
0: if you're going to argue with me that Loki and Thor is better than Loki and Avengers, that means you would have had to have liked Thor a little bit.
1: Yeah, unfortunately, I'm going to have to side with Christian on this. Avengers yeah. Loki like, is way
0: Loki and Avengers is easily the best. Like he's so manipulative. Yeah. No. Because, no. He's like, definitely.
1: This, he gets yeah. under everybody's skin, which oh my
0: like Nat is driving me crazy. Insane. And Robanoff. Yeah, I. I also for me, Loki and Avengers is number one right now. You're it's, doing it uh, the wrong uh, category. Oh, Loki, Stan Lee cameo, obviously. Uh, How dare you, sir? Yeah, right. Um, so Loki and Avengers is our new number one villain year on the penultimate conquest mcu monday's initiative all this stuff loki taking the top two right now
1: i have one more thing to say about hawkeye and it's he's trying so hard to be cool and it, it's just missing the mark
2: hawkeye is a cool guy jeremy renner is the douche
1: no i'm gonna t- reverse that Jeremy Renner's is the cool guy. Hawkeye's the
2: you're, he's the courteous dude alive.
1: Nah, you Hawkeye. He's anyway. got, he,
2: when he gets the compound bow out
1: and he just doosh. No, we don't need that. Cool. Like the part where he the part the <laughs> part where he just takes an arrow and doesn't even look and just shoots it. Like come so
0: on, like fade no. away. Don't even look at that no. three pointer from no. making Hawkeye. No. Don't even look at it. No. You know you're
1: crazy. Also, He's Alan Silvestri... archer. No, I don't, I don't want to hear it. He barely had a fucking like archer. He barely had a bow and most, arrow in the, the nope. first half of the movie. Because he was mind-controlled, and that's he my fault. Other tools.
2: He took out his compound bow twice, dude. What are you talking about?
0: He single-handedly destroyed the helicarry a little bit with just some guys. I'm not
1: buying it. Okay, I'm not buying it. Um, Alan Silvestri, you're doing God's work out here making the greatest theme for a team-up movie man has ever needed, you know?
2: They they hadn't
1: nailed it yet. Like,
2: it was good here, but it wasn't, like, a proper theme until, like, it kept coming back in later movies.
1: No, I think he nailed it in this. I have this downloaded on my phone from Avengers
0: 1. We know it's a big deal if you have it downloaded on your phone. That's right. Yeah, apparently.
2: Yesterday. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> if you want to know what we're talking to, talking about... Go listen to Stupid in Stereo.
1: Which will be up on Wednesday afternoon. Um, All right. But, like, every time I hear this song, it just gets me super hyped. I'm sorry. Right?
0: It was on my running playlist for, like, right after this movie came out. I always ended my workouts with this one. Now I was like, all right, let's take it up another 10 notches for this. I'm going to be real
1: honest with you. I used to listen to this on every first date I went on
0: every nice getting yeah. hyped yeah during nice. the date or before
1: no no before the date before the date like is it get, like get my pre ritual like uh, hyping to, yourself to get, up or uh, to get my self confidence up you know eventually it worked
0: i can appreciate no, I that yeah. all right we've ranked the villains and we've ranked the stanley cameos there's one more ranking left i don't know why my voice is doing this christian it's time that's right us. eric we are
2: ranking the movies of course Uh, Let me recap you uh, our current ranking of the Marvel movies. uh, Phase one plus Black Widow. Current ranking goes number six, The Incredible Hulk. Number five, Thor. Number four, Iron Man 2. Number three, Iron Man. Number two, Black Widow. And number one, Captain America, the first Avengers. So I ask you, where does Avengers rank for you? Oh, you guys are both saying one? y'all are fucking nuts dude this is like
1: number (laughs) four at best you're
0: crazy it got outvoted but it's number four at best you're
1: crazy
0: I, i okay all right i would like to hear why it's number
2: four minute to minute captain america black widow and iron man are a better crafted movie than avengers the highs in Avengers are very high. They're the most iconic we've seen in the MCU. Yes, I will concede that. They're like, I would say maybe it'll go as high as like two or three. Um, like, who knows? But as like a movie, like the, again, those first 40 minutes drag. The, the, the pacing just isn't there. Some of the writing is questionable. Not as strong as it is in Iron Man. Certainly not as strong as it is in Captain America. Uh, so I, I, for, for those reasons, I, I can't rank it any higher than that. Even though it is a great
1: movie. Let me say one thing. Mhm. There was a little well-known guy called Zack Snyder who tried to do a similar thing with a superhero team-up movie. And it didn't work so well, you know? There was a bunch of messy stuff, like it just was wasn't that great of a movie. But this, this right here This I- fucking movie right here is a really good ass
0: movie. Are we okay. basing? What does that have to do so with? Ass? Ass? I don't know. I don't know. I haven't started my DC show yet, so we can't. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. Um, Spoilers. Um, so anyway, I, okay, look, I see what Christian is saying, but for like me personally, the third act of Iron Man is mm, that's way fair. weaker than the first act of this movie. Yeah. Because like, it was, and then like the the final act of Captain America, while it, it needed to be like this big bombastic, you know, all right, let's go stop Red Skull. There were some moments where like you kind of lost the character a little bit, all the characters, because you're having to do all this crazy action flying stuff. Um, and then Black Widow, I think there were some moments in Black Widow where it's just like, okay, dragon just a little bit. But I think for this movie the highs just outweigh them all. Like, the highs of when they're all together and when they're arguing and when they're fighting together, um, It it's really the best. It doesn't really become great until, you know, they kind of get on the helicarrier. Like, it started to get really good when, you know, Cap and Tony team up to take down Loki in Germany. And then, you know, the forest fight. The forest fight was really cool. I, can't, I forgot to mention that. The forest fight was really cool. Just, like, give, like, oh, shit, he hit... The shield with Mjolnir. What, what was going to happen there? Uh, but when they start getting on the ship together, um, that's when this movie just really freaking takes off. And, um, Christian, I
1: understand that I think that for
0: me also, look, the Avengers right now are still in my top 10 MCU movies. Um, it's the fact that they did it. The fact that it worked. The fact that all of these ca- big time characters, superheroes, meshed together and it worked really well. I think that's why it stands the test of time for me. You know, nine years because it di- it did work. Like, obviously, we've gotten better Avengers movies since then, but um, it worked and we got this thing, this wonderful thing. We have the MCU now, so that's that's why it's number one for me so far, is because it it worked. It...
2: <laughs> well, I, I don't know. Like I, you make some great points, but I I. Personally, I don't think legacy is enough to elevate it, but I do really like the, that you brought up. Like the third act in this movie is better than Iron. The
1: f- first act third, of this movie is better than the Iron the, Man, the, the, the
2: first. The first movie movie act is better than the third yes. act of Iron Man. Yeah, and that like I, I have to agree with you there. Like so. you're absolutely right there. I don't know what did, what, did, what did Ruben have to say earlier? am talking.
1: Oh yeah, I, I just said Christian. We got. I understood that reference. Like, come on.
0: I just want to know why he keep my... <laughs> it was really good. I yeah, did I... enjoy that one. Um, no, but seriously, Eric, not...
1: like, wrapped this up perfectly. Like, th- this movie is... For what it starts, is, like, incredible. I didn't think they would be able to pull it off, but they did.
0: And, and like, that, that speaks to, I think, how well... I don't want to say how well they worked on this movie, because, obviously, you know, you give your 100% for movies, typically. But um, it just, it could have been a train wreck. You could have had, you know, obviously you had this big, big ego of, you know, Thor and Iron Man. And that kind of worked well when they're talking to one another. Like, what happens when you get some of these alphas in a room, and then you get, you know, nice guy Captain Rogers. And then you get a guy who has a really big anger issue. And then uh, you get a super spy that can't be trusted or doesn't trust anybody. And so...
2: I actually kind of liked in this movie that the like, uh, the character of Steve Rogers was like interrogated in some capacity by by Tony. He's like, "Look, you're like following Shield blindly, and why? Like for what? Like these guys are like kind of the bad guys to some degree." And like Captain America comes around on that, so that I really did enjoy. I'm just talking the Avengers. Yeah, the computer up, was like, a little <laughs> slow,
0: so I thought I did some digging yeah. on my own.
2: So all right, so it sounds like we've got our new ranking. To recap you, the current ranking goes as follows. Number seven, The Incredible Hulk. Number six, Thor. Number five, Iron Man 2. Number four, Iron Man. Number three, Black Widow. Number two, Captain America the First Avenger. And number one,
0: Marvel's The Avengers. Yep, that's a solid list. And so with that, we are at the end of phase one, everyone. Phase one is done. We are now entering... When Marvel really starts to get a little runner sprint going and just like taking the top spot of being everyone's favorite pop culture thing, because uh, you know we got a lot of great movies coming up. Um, oh yeah, like and Thor: The Dark World. And Thor: The Dark World. We yes. got that coming up too. Um, so obviously, for me, like the Avengers won't be here for long at number one because there's there's a movie coming up. About three weeks. We'll, we'll see. We'll three, see. Three of these episodes. No, no I think it's number one over it. So either way. Um, so everyone, hey, thanks for uh thanks for tuning in here. Um, next week we will be discussing one of the most controversial MCU movies. Div- diverse that di- diverse <laughs> divisive. <laughs> I chipped up on my words. They're one of the most divisive MCU films with oh. Iron Man 3. Fuck yeah. Iron Man three is next week, hosted by Ruben, and I know he's very excited about that one. It's the greatest Iron Man movie we ever had. Uh, so, really excited for that one. Um, so, it is time to do some plugs. Christian, I'm going to start with you.
2: Oh yeah, thank you. Uh, you can follow me over at ISO Christian. Where I, I, I do a lot of shit posting, but I also talk about a lot of the video games that I'm playing mostly. Um if you want to hear my movie takes, I have a lar- uh, a movie podcast called Large Popcorn uh you can follow as well. Some cool episodes coming your way over there.
0: Thought out something controversial, Ruben. He only gets small popcorns when he goes to the movie. Unbelievable. So why would you why would you bring that up? <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> it's just, you know, right? Yeah. Get whatever snacks you want at the movies, everyone. Except as long as for yeah. Except for yeah, except for junior mints. Uh fucking <laughs> Twizzlers. Uh, candies. Like, get the yeah. shit out of here. Yeah. Uh, so way. Ryan put up a great point. That's the the, the straw thing is why. All right. so anyway, Ruben. Give us some give us some plugs, man.
1: Um you could find me at uh That Guy Tuesday on Twitter, uh Instagram. You could find me on uh streaming this week, Flight Simulator, some maybe some Halo. maybe some maybe some uh Halo Four Multiplayer? Halo, Halo Four Multiplayer? Let's see. Um, I will be playing The Ascent as well this week. Um it's a busy week. Busy, busy week. Um, on the channel, the penultimate con- no, uh, twitch.tv slash penultimate conquest. And just to clarify, we will probably be doing how are we doing what if? Are we doing that uh waiting till the end of what if? Are we recapping that mm. on a weekly basis? I figured since it's thirty minutes we probably like hold it off to the end. Think. Hmm. Because if that's so, it bumps up Iron Man, you know. That that's a good that's a good point. Let's discuss that off it, the
0: Yeah. Off air. Off stream, yeah.
1: But also one last thing. Eric, oh where can we find you?
0: You could find me at Eric C again on Twitter. Um, you know, stuff's happening, really. I'm building a crib this week, so Ooh. I'm very excited about that. Um, I'm finally we got some shelves in the living room to put up some new stuff, so I can finally take some of these books and all these boxes in here, and I can finally move it around. Um, really excited to do that. Um, but yeah. So anyway, that's all we got here this week on MC you in review slash marvel monday initiative we we can't take it (laughs) so many m's we got so anyway from all of us here at the marvel mondays initiative and the penultimate conquest i hope you have a wonderful day wonderful week and as always excelsior
1: but guys what if paramount did another avengers movie you know